Welcome to Much More Muchier with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Odd Imagination production. We're here with Randy Nundell Jr., who wrote and directed The Christmas Tapes, which is coming out this holiday season. Yes. Um, and it stars Greg Sestero, Dave Sheridan, Vernon Wells, and a bunch of other fun up-and-coming actors and actresses that are just amazing. Um, it is a comedy horror found footage anthology. So think like Creep Show and how awesome that was back in the day with the comic. Like it's it's very much that same kind of setup. You get a bunch of different stories in this one movie and it's amazing. Um, so it is written and directed also by Robert Livings. Um, and you guys did infrared, which I enjoyed. Uh, like I said, the last time when I, you know, was talking to you about infrared, it was, I don't generally like found footage movies, but that one was like amazing. Thank you. Um, and it was the same kind of thing I had with this one. I, but I knew what I was going into and I was like, man, they really do found footage really good. So I'm really <laughs> excited about watching this one. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, I grew up, you know, watching creep show and tales from the crypt and all of that that has like those stories within the main story uh twilight zone so this was really fun oh how have you been with this whole like have you have you started any new projects or anything or are you just kind of like chilling for the holidays uh <laughs> we so we're we're promoting the christmas tapes but we're uh starting to do our next one next year so we're going to more of a traditional kind of format instead of found footage and it's going to be like a thriller horror kind of film but we're still in the early stages we're um still writing the script and finding locations okay okay so that's something i have to look forward to next yes. year then. i'm writing that down so with the 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 found footage videos um i had particular stories that I really quite enjoyed. And the thing about this is, is like each story is starkly different. So like you've got paranormal, you've got, you know, out and out horror, you've got, you know, like video game-esque, like was that Rob's arms that we were watching? Yeah. He was Holding the package, running around yeah. everywhere? Yeah, yeah, okay. he was the character. He's, he's got lovely arms. I'll tell um, him. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so it, it's got it's got so many different things that anybody who watches this is going to find something for them. Exactly. So where did the idea for this come from? The the whole thing or like the segments? Well, let's do the whole thing and then the segments because I'm curious about that too. Okay, so for the whole thing, uh, when we were editing uh, Infrareds, Rob messaged me saying, hey, I have this idea. How about it's uh, Greg's character, Jeff. He turns up to someone's house on Christmas Eve and he forces them to uh, watch his Christmas films, right? And he was like, ha ha, yeah, funny. And I knew he was like, I'm joking. And I knew he was half joking. I knew he was being serious. And then a few months later, he was like, no, seriously, we should, uh, we should do a Christmas horror film. We should do that. Uh, Greg Sestero really likes Christmas, apparently. And Rob loves Christmas. Like Rob... Um, on Facebook, his uh, profile picture is him with his Christmas sweater with his wife. And that's been the whole year, just that picture. So it's, it's Christmas nonstop for him. Uh, so the more he talked about it, the more I started getting intrigued 
And I was like, okay, yeah, maybe we can do something. Because like uh, a lot of anthology films are popular within the horror and found footage community. Like VHS, like, it seems like every year they're releasing a new VHS film. Um, so yeah, we thought it would be cool to do that again. And we had a lot of good feedback about uh, Greg's character from Infrared. So we wanted to use that more, make something fun. And it's not I'm enough Christmas horror as well. No, no, yeah. there isn't. There really isn't a whole lot of Christmas horrors. Um, I mean, you did kind of have some of those back in like the 80s. Yes. But that's kind of fell to the wayside for other things. Um, and the thing that I really enjoy about, um, and, and this works in the book world too, the thing that I really enjoy about the indie filmmaking scene is there are some legitimate original ideas that are executed beautifully um and it's like I, I wish that it would get more mainstream or at least mainstream would sit there and look at the indie community and be like okay well you know they're this is new this is fresh let's yeah. get this out there and that's something that we're really not seeing um so this is a really fun fresh original take on on just Christmas horror in general. I've never seen anything done like it. So it's amazing. Now, yeah. each story, who did you guys both work on each of the stories that are within the anthology? Uh, so we took a similar approach to infrared where Rob comes with comes up with the general outline. Um, so first of all, we had the the Greg segment. Um, and then we thought, okay, we need to fill fill in the gaps with the anthology. So the very first thing we filmed was the scarecrow thing. Uh, so Rob comes up with a general idea. It should be about the Hans trap. Scarecrow should be in the mountains, uh, snow, they're camping. Um, they're supposed to go and see family. And then I feel, I go in and fill in the details. So we're like, okay, why would they be, have a camera and they're in the mountains? And I said, how about their travel vloggers? It always starts with, uh, I don't know, this might be a stupid idea, but how about this? And Rob's like, yeah, yeah, that works. Um, so yeah, I, I said, how about travel vloggers and they're not doing very well. And, uh, and then Rob said, yeah, maybe they're trying to go to Germany, but then something happened with their flights. So they want to keep up, uh, keep their Christmas special and go in the mountains and film stuff. Um, same with the, the Santa one, Rob came up with the idea of our oh, guy wants to be delivered to his family for Christmas in a box and some like Santa Claus drops him off. And then we were like, why? I was like, maybe this is a dumb idea, but maybe he used to work for him and he got fired and it's Christmas related and maybe it's something to do with advent calendars because that seems Christmassy. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. And then we can have like this tortured advent calendar thing. Um, the untitled one, that, <laughs> that was uh, all Rob. But then when we're on set, we like tweak little things. I'd be like, how about you look this way, this way, and then this happens. Um and then the fi the final one, because uh, originally it was supposed to be Dave Sheridan and Felissa Rose, and then Felissa Rose had scheduling conflicts, uh, so we had to change a lot of stuff. So that was that was both of us. Um, yeah, very <laughs> very different films, like you said, and and that was the intention, like something for everyone, because every time someone gives us one of their like, oh, our favorite segment is this, it's always something different, right. Well, and I think that's what I like about this is because like you do, you've got the psychological with the advent calendars and, and um, 
and then you've got you know the the sheer horror and then you've got the paranormal and then you've got like this virtual alternate reality kind of like thing and it's it's a mess you sit there and you're just like can you please go faster go faster then you get there and you're like oh no (laughs) you know so I really really enjoyed it however I have a favorite and that is the travel buggies one yes okay good because um everyone has said everything like uh so a lot of people like the Santa one the most um a lot of people like the paranormal Perry because uh, they like the shift from horror to just comedy. Um, for the first time the other day, someone I was on a podcast and all three of them said their favorite one was the Greg Sestero one. And a lot of people tell us, yeah, we really like Greg's character, but I don't think they treat that as a segment because that's the wraparound. So they, they feel like I have to pick one of these shorts. So no one says the Greg parts. They're like, yeah, I wanted to see more Greg and like the family. But I'm glad you like the Scarecrow one. That's... Um, that was a fun one to make. Yeah, well, and I I really, really, the, the writing for that one was just hysterical. Like, you see this couple, and you know, they're, the way that they're interacting, I was laughing. I was laughing at, like, their little arguments and, like, his passive-aggressive, like, this is what you bring out here kind of, like, mentality. Like, you planned this. This fails. But, um, so, just is played by Louise Harding and uh, Dave is played by Caleb Lush. Um, And they're just, their chemistry is incredible. They just fed off of each other and you could see it. Um, And my favorite part in our short film is um, whenever they're getting up to the scarecrow and he's like, why do they always like in these folklores go after like kids behaviors and she's like because children are shit and I just died I laughed so hard I had to pause the movie because I was laughing so hard and I was like you know and then he he, come, he, he comes out with like well why don't they just say don't touch the stove and he just won't touch the stove and I'm sitting here like this is like comic gold right now so that was that was my favorite for that reason alone um and then my second one was Christmas Spirit nice. with Dave Sheridan. And that one was just because of the sheer lunacy of Dave Sheridan's character. <laughs> and great. I have a question. Did yeah. he ad lib a lot of the, that? The whole film is improvised. Okay. So every single segment, uh, so like infrared, we have the outline, the very tight outline. We tell each actor, okay, this is your goal for the scene. You have to end up here. But all the lines are improvised. Sometimes we might feed stuff like, okay, you need to mention this specific thing because it's for the story later. Uh, right. Everyone. Okay. Everyone's improvised. Oh my god! And so okay. many different types of performances as well, which makes it more impressive. I it's know. Great. It was like so fun to watch, but I sat there and I was like, Dave, when he was like sticking his head in the chimney. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what are you doing? It was just, amazing. And just then- his um just his segment, the uh Christmas spirit, we could have made a feature film with that. We had to edit uh a lot of it down. There were loads of funny scenes, but comedy has to be the first thing to go. Uh he had so many funny lines that we wanted to keep yeah and 
for those that don't know Dave Sheridan, you'll know him from like Bubble Boy, Corky Romano, and Scary Movie. He also did a um, Walking Dead parody where he was the sheriff. Like he is, he is a comedy gem, and I truly enjoyed his character in this. And I was sitting here like, like the Pentamus thing. Like this is my first Pentamus thing. And I'm sitting here like, that is amazing. So, you know, and then like, how many of you have had a seance on Christmas? Yeah. You know, like these these lines, I'm just sitting here. And the fact that it was done like very much like infrared where it was just ad lib and going, uh, it, it just makes it that much more magical, I think, to me. Because I'm like, wow, you're super witty to have <laughs> to come up with like these off the cuff like things. And I don't know that I could do that. So kudos to all of the actors and actresses in this film that, you know, were able to just play off of each other. So that makes it even better for Jess and, and Dave and, in the first one, because I'm like, that sounded like a real couple argument. And that was the first time they met. Are you serious? We had the Zoom call uh, just to, like, check, like, so they, they know each other. Uh, but that was the first time they met in person. Uh, Caleb is a stand-up comedian. So that's probably where a lot of the comedy comes from. And um, Louise is, she's great. She's so much fun. Um, well, and I know that I had seen Caleb Lush from somewhere, but I wasn't sure where I had seen him. So I like IMDb'd him and it was like, this is the only thing he's done film-wise. And I was like, that doesn't help me. I know I've seen this guy before <laughs> and heard this name before. Thank you, internet. You have failed me. <laughs> um, so that makes, that makes so much more sense. So how was working on this piece different infrared uh so with infrared obviously is a whole self-contained story um with this one it's funny because uh when we started making it uh rob told his wife sierra yeah we're going to be doing this christmas anthology so it's going to be lots of little short films and she said that that sounds like more work he was like no no it's going to be it's going to be less work and obviously it was more work we were we were under the impression because they're all very short and it's going to take a day or two to film each segment is going to be easier but then you're prepping for like five films and then you've got these uh, main actors coming in we had people yeah flying from LA and it was a lot of work and then especially we started I think we started writing in February and the whole film was like finished sent to the distributor early September so it was an intense few months on top of um, promoting infrared uh, yeah that's insane yeah. that is insane because I know whenever we talked whenever we were doing the promoting infrared thing you were telling me a little bit about this and how you're just go 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 slammed mm -hmm. and now I'm sitting here listening to all of this and I'm like man thank you for making time to talk to me because like that's probably the <laughs> last thing you want to do it's <laughs> <laughs> always a pleasure um, but we're, we're lucky that we have, uh, so me and Rob work really well together and we have a really small crew that are very hardworking and, and it's, it's a blessing to be working with people like that because it makes it more fun. Right. Well, and I did notice, um, and so you've got Sierra who did the costume design and stuff for it. And then Harry, how is Harry related to Rob? Because he has to be for like that Christmas song that's at the end. Harry is Rob's twin brother. But Rob, I didn't uh, know he had a twin brother. Yeah. Harry has hair. Rob doesn't. <laughs> That's how you differentiate. That's how you tell apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, Harry has like a music background or 
yeah, I think he has a music background. So he uh, he made the song. Rob kept saying, I want to do a, a punk cover of uh, Silent Night. And I was like, oh, God, stop. Because every time he pitches an idea, I know he's like half joking, but he's being serious. Um, and, and it scares me. But then uh, when he started pitching it more to me and he sent me the song, I was like, okay, this is good. Let's, let's put this at the end. <laughs> So Rob's like the chaotic squirrel in your life that just is like, let's go do this. Let's go do that. You know, got to gather all of these nuts, all of these places <laughs> and throw them at you. So that way you've got all of these, you know, nuts to try to sort out and separate. But he I gets the, like the fun, the fun nuts. That's a weird, <laughs> a weird phrase. He gets all the big fun stuff. And yeah, I, I, I help like do all the, the boring stuff. So <laughs> it works. Are you type A? You have a type like, A personality? I don't know what that means. I thought you were talking about oh. <laughs> No, like, do you, are you more organized and, yes, like, yes. scheduled and yes. stuff? And he's not, right? So he's, like, a type B? I don't want to say he's disorganized. He He's someone who will, like, talk to lots of people, get all these things, but then um, very, very resourceful. But he, I don't want to, I need to be careful with <laughs> phrases. Um I, I help like organize things, fill in the tiny details. I, I have a good memory, so I, yeah, remember. I'll yeah. remember this. Oh, okay, uh, but then without him, a lot of this fun stuff won't be happening, right? Right. So it well, that's why I'm asking because Type A and Type B personalities mesh really well because where one has a weakness, the other one has the strength, yeah. and vice versa. So that's why I was asking because it very much seems like that put together, you guys are like this awesome superhero with the Thank superpower you. of putting out really cool movies so yes. yeah it's this was exciting and i won't ask you your your blood type yet i don't know what my blood i'll, type I'll come is. after you if i ever need a transfusion and be like hey, perfect Randy. you're an undercover vampire <laughs> it's with greg it is always like it's always a fun treasure box of like you never know what you're gonna get Literally. so i I like that the name changed from like the owner's manual, which we discussed before, went into the Christmas manual. And I'm still super perplexed about this. So I'm hoping that he comes to talk because I'm like, can you please? But um, I noticed that the number 26 was a big thing in that in, in some of these movies. Like he said 26, uh, take a bite or chew each bite 26 times. And then the movie company was the 26th on the moving date. So I'm wondering if that was planned or if that was just. You know more about these films than I do. I didn't even realize <laughs> that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. Yeah. Let's edit that part out and I'll say, yes, that was intended. Uh, <laughs> 26 is a very important number to me and Rob. That's all I'm saying. That works. We'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> I wish I was 26 years old. Oh boy, with <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> now each each um segment, like the the actors never talked, like it was its own standalone thing. Um which is funny because so we filmed the scarecrow segment first, then we filmed Greg's segment next. Um but when we filmed Greg's segment, we knew the, the Scarecrow one was edited. We knew what the Santa one was going to be about. And we knew what the Christmas spirit one was going to be about. So each time he would say, like, um, 
after the Christmas gift, one win the box, he would tell the uh, like, oh, that was a family about that. That film was about family or whatever, because it was because he was wanting to be delivered to his family. So there was little um, little lines after each film, but the untitled segment we didn't know what it was at the time, so we just wrote on the tape untitled. We told him, okay, we don't know what this segment's going to be at this current moment. So he put the tape in, and we told him it was going to be super short. Um, and when he pulled it out, he goes, well, that was a little weird. And he didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it was. So when he, when, he, <laughs> when he pulled out the tape and said that, we thought, okay, we need to make something that's weird in our place. And that's how that segment came about. That's brilliant. I like that. I like how he's just like, okay, let's roll with it. <laughs> I'll just, you know, I just, I, I enjoy his, his demeanor and, and the way he presents himself in these films, because like, it, it was the same kind of feeling that you get whenever you watch infrared with him, you, you know, there's a little, you're, you're a little suspicious about him. Like, you know, something's a little off but you don't know quite what it is and you can't put your finger on it. I think it's that he turned up to someone's house with a big box and a turtleneck. That might have been it. You think? You think yeah, maybe? I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy, thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> I'm writing that down for next time. <laughs> Beware of men holding gift boxes and a turtleneck coming exactly. out the door. I'm from Texas, so I'm a nice person, and I would let somebody in with a gift and a turtleneck just to call somebody. I would be one of those people that would end up dead in one of your films. Nice. That's how that would work. I'll put you in so, the next one. <laughs> thank you. Yes, make sure it's a nice, gruesome death for the stupidity. <laughs> um, but it's like he, he, his character, whatever, and I, it has to be like an owner's manual, like persona that he has that follows through without all these because i've seen him in other things and it's starkly different than what he is in these films and i'm sitting here like this is a whole personality this is amazing and he turns up like that creep factor like really well but he's like greg is nothing like that in real life he's super nice um that's like that's the thing is like it's so starkly different from like everything else and you're just kind of like you're left in this awkward state of just being super interested into like what he's going to say and what he's going to do and what his next step is while also wanting to run away and not find that out you know yeah. like it's it's that nice that he sits there he balances between and it's it's quite honestly amazing to watch that fine line of like not being super creepy mm-hmm. but then also being super creepy yeah i don't know if that makes any sense i i know i get it yeah <laughs> it's it's funny like seeing it happen uh live on set because obviously he's acting that way on camera but then when you say cut he's completely different like oh greg uh that was good can you do more of this okay yeah just like (laughs) doesn't talk much and then then he follows all the notes like really well and comes up with his own ideas uh so it's a fun experience watching him on set that's incredible so what was your favorite two of the uh 
of the anthology to make? Like what favorite story? This is biased. I, I like the whole thing. I like each one for different reasons. Um, I like, so with the, the travel buggies one, I like it because that's straight horror. And I feel like that's more the traditional found footage thing. Um, so I, I like that. And it was fun with the, the scarecrow. Uh, I, <laughs> Rob's old neighbor, Ron, who was in infrared, he played the scarecrow and just, um, Ron is such a nice guy. And just to see him playing like this <laughs> scarecrow was funny because he had, uh, the mask he had on was, even though it was freezing, he was sweating so much underneath. It was hot. You couldn't hear. So he'd be 10 foot in front of you and he'd be like, Rom, can, can you do this? And he's like, I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And you have to like get, get really close. So that was fun. Um, and filming in the snow was unpleasant, but that was a memorable experience. The Santa one, working with Vernon Wells, he's such a, such a good actor. Like uh, we gave him the backstory. We gave him the whole outline. Uh, we told him the backstory, the character. We barely gave him notes. Like he was great. The the whole speech was like improvised. Um and playing with the special uh the special effects was fun. The box was great. Uh untitled was just just bizarre, ridiculous. Um we got, we got one of our friends, Dominic, to be in the dating video, and Dominic's like super introverted and uh it was just funny, like asking him basically the whole video was I think nine minutes. And I just edited the best bits, just asking him questions, and I was telling him, "Okay, just pretend you're a you're a nerd trying to uh, you're in this dating video thing, and just <laughs> just hearing the stuff he'd come up with made it fun." Um, and the Christmas spirit working with uh, Ian, Devin, uh, Dave was really fun. Having the the kills at the end was something we've never done before. And obviously working with Greg, really fun. It was it was weird because it was in my house and put Christmas decorations up in April. It was like a strange experience. Um, and it also having Greg Sestero uh, in, in my living room, giving him notes was a very odd experience. Because I, I look back and think like, wow, I saw you in the room when I was like 18. And it was weird. Now you're in my living room. I'm giving you notes. Same with Dave Sheridan. I was like, this is Doofy from Scary Movie. This is weird. I'm giving notes to, to him. I remember texting my friend saying, Doofy from Scary Movies on set. And he's like, what? Send a picture. And he's getting like super excited. So each each segment had a uh, had fun things, which I liked. Well, we, we grew up with these kinds of movies, like Scary Movie and, mm. you know, all of these things. And, you know, watching Greg and like and Dave. And so I, it has to be a little bit, I guess, surreal mm -hmm. to be working with these people. That's got to be the most mind-blowing experience because you're sitting there internally freaking out. Like, I can't say anything stupid, right? Like, you're sitting like, these people will never work with me again if I do something <laughs> ridiculous, you know? So uh, I should never work with anybody like that ever because um, you've held I think yourself Dave would be fine. Dave is someone Dave I feel like you can rarely offend him. Um, yeah, I never feel. Uh, <laughs> he's 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 a funny guy. Uh, it it was weird working with him because he's he's because you have that um, allure is that the word that uh, these people are famous and you're like oh I've got to be careful. But then he was he was a professional, but he was he was super into the film. He'd be like, okay, so when we sent up the pentamogram. It was originally just the center in the middle and just the, the circle lights. He was like, hmm, 
I think we can make this better. And he he was there for 15 minutes, moving the lights around, making this pentamogram, and he was like really into it. Uh, the thing with the broken ornament, he found out about it, and he knew that was gonna because um, we just did the scene where uh, she said, "Oh, this is my grandma's ornament." So we had to film Ian and Devin scenes, and he was in the back, like we're, <laughs> we're like, "Where's Dave?" He's in the back, <laughs> super gluing this um, the ornament okay. back together, and he was using a hairdryer. <laughs> And then he was like, this is, I don't think this is going to work. And then later he came out with this, this taped up ornament and she didn't know. So when, when he pulled out the, when he pulled out the ornament, she didn't know that was coming. So when oh she was gosh. like trying not to laugh, that was real. Same with the bell. <laughs> when he was like, um, I can't remember what the line is. And he was like, this is not important. And he, he threw it. Frozen. And then she's like, that was yeah. real. That was, she was like, what the <laughs> He's great. Like he'll he would do whatever it takes to make the film as best as it can. That makes that other. scene so much better because that's one of like that whenever he did the Christmas ornament, I died. Mm-hmm. I was like dying, laughing. I was like, wow, what is that? Like I can kind of see like a little angel e thing in yeah. that whole mess, but <laughs> so that's <laughs> Gosh, see, and this is why I like talking to you because then I'm like, oh, I can rewatch it now and then I can look at that. Yeah. And then I, you know, so like that's amazing. That's the thing that I do like about you and Rob's style of um directing and and writing in general is just allowing the freedom of the creative minds that are working with you guys to channel in the character however they kind of see fit with like mild direction and I think that makes it better um I know that's that's how it was with all of these flicks and then you know now that I know about the untitled tape thing that just makes it 10 times better too because I'm like Greg didn't know anything he's just like that That was kind of weird wasn't it (laughs) 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 I, I love talking to you you're like one of my favorite people in the whole wide world you're Thank so you. fun you yeah. as well like when when we did the when we were going to promote this i reached out to just two people who interviewed us uh before you and another one both really fun because it feels just like like a conversation rather than the pattern me and rob were seeing in the lo- uh, last time was people just keep asking the same questions so i already had everything memorized i'm just repeating the same stuff but with this it feels like a conversation uh, like we did a podcast a few days ago with some guys in England. They do like horror stuff, and it just it was just a conversation. We didn't feel like we we're being interviewed, uh, which makes it more fun. Yeah, well, I don't, I, I don't, I personally don't quite enjoy uh, being. Well, I guess I really haven't ever had an interview where it's just been like streamlined questions and that's mm-hmm. it. It's always been conversational. Yes. Uh, they, and I think I feel like I enjoy that more. It's like it feels more genuine mm-hmm. and more, I don't know, connects people to yeah. things, emotion stuff, you know, I don't know. And but, it's obvious um, you watch the film because then you're like bringing stuff up. You did it with infrared as well, where you're like, I noticed this thing. And I'm like, I didn't even notice that. It'd be different if it was just Blair Witch and that's, you know, yeah. it, it's not that. Like in infrared, you had depth, you had developed characters, you had a subplot line that was very strong that went along with it and you have the same exact thing in this one just like four times over you know it's like times over it's 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 incredible so um 
Randy, I know where I can find you, but where can everybody else find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Randego, which is R-A-N-D-A-E-G-O. Um, that's where I'm mostly at. Uh, always on Instagram. Well, um, this is releasing December 12th? 16th. 16th. Good I grief. I my date wrong. I know. How dare I? Well, I will tell you on IMDb, it says the 12th. So, ah. whoever's in charge of that. Whoever's that? Okay. I'm going to find out. Yeah, December find 16th. Out fire them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, December 16th on VOD. VOD and be streaming. Um, yeah. Cool. Usually I panic when people ask because I don't remember all the details. Surprise. So, I know it'll be like on Prime, uh, YouTube, it'll be on uh, Kings of Horror. We're going to be live streaming on the 16th with a live QA. I believe um, there's going to be a screening in Sacramento on the 12th with uh, the cast and crew. So Dave and Vernon, I know for sure are coming. I believe Greg is. Uh, it should be fun. That would be, that'll be fun too. <laughs> See, now I'm mad that I live in Texas yeah, and everybody cool lives over there because I keep going <laughs> to that live screening. Like, um, Okay. I'm going to need you to send me the information for the live Q&A stuff so yes. that way I can share it out so that way people can come and, and join that um, and also so I can come and join that so I can maybe Q&A and actually ask Greg about the manual thing yeah. so I can have some clarity. Um, Everyone needs to. <laughs> you know, I have been holding on to this for a few months now, okay? <laughs> He wants to do and another trying, one. He wants another oh, Onion's manual. Uh, we're, we're thinking about it. <laughs> are you, well, you're going to have the Easter manual. Oh, an Easter one. That's a good idea. Fourth of July one. Fourth of July one. You can hit all of the major holidays. There you go. And it'll be great. And, and then he'll be fine. He'll show he'll up at a house in a turkey suit for Thanksgiving, and it'll be <laughs> just phenomenal. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Fourth of July should, one, the All-American manual. Right. You should just... You know how like Jackass does those, you know, the dirty grandpa thing, like where he goes into stores and they follow him around and he does like some, like uh, Johnny Knoxville does some random stuff <laughs> to people. You should do that with Greg. Yeah, I, I reckon Dave would do that. See, you could do that yeah, with Dave, Dave you could do, do that yeah. with Greg, you could do all like... It would just be funny to see him walking around like, you know, office camera crew following him in a day of his life and then just be random shenanigans the whole way out. I think, man, now I'm turning into Rob. I should stop <laughs> doing this. I'm uh, we, like, we, Let's plan the next movie. Yeah, we want to do a Paranormal Perry thing and uh, another owner's manual uh, film. Oh, so that would be fun. Yeah. I wonder how they would work together. I bet that would be hysterical. You know, Rob keeps, we keep joking about, um, you know, there's like the horror, the horror films would be like uh, Freddy versus Jason. Well, like owner's manual versus paranormal Perry. We'll do that. That is such a good idea. All right. <laughs> we'll do it like when we're eight films in, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. No, you're fine. I mean, like, whenever. It's cool. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait for it. Just whenever you have time to, to fit in my my whimsical wants of uh, uh, <laughs> Owner's Manual and Paranormal Perry film. 
That'd be great. Thank you. I like that you're taking special requests now. I appreciate that. <laughs> I actually want to put, say- uh, if, if we do another one, like a Christmas tapes too, I want to, I want to put a character called Kiro and invite someone in. And get ah! That would be so fun. <laughs> I approve of this idea. This is a great idea. You can't go wrong with it. It's going to be the, it's going to be a bestseller. Hopefully, because my books aren't selling. So. <laughs> I did that in infrared. There was um, uh, when I think Jesse Jesse Jansen's character says, "We're going to go to Jay and Nicole's house." So um, I have a friend called Jamie, and we call him Jay as a joke. Um, and Nicole was someone we knew, and I just thought it'd be funny to say that. Uh, one of my friends got over. My friend Jamie think he was like, "Where where was the joke?" I was like, "Jay and Nicole," and he was like, oh, "Okay." So yeah, I like to name characters after um, <laughs> other things. Like, but it's funny because Ian and Devin's character—they actually called Ian and Devin in real life. Or like, just use your real names. That's perfect. Yeah. So, problem solved. Yeah. Well, and that's like a lot of there's some actors there out there that have basically played their own names, like their yeah. own last names, or. Um, or their first names and it, it always throws me for a loop because i'm like man that should have that that should have been so easy like you don't have to actually pretend to answer to a fake name because like i'm one of those people that i tried in middle school to go by my middle name because i was like i hate my first name i'm not doing that and everybody would call me but i would never respond <laughs> They'd be like, hey, I just keep doing my own thing and just completely ignore them. And then I realized, okay, well, uh, maybe that's not going to work. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like every interview, I'm learning a little little more about your name. A little bit Have your more. middle name. I know. you. Oh, man. Next up, it'll be my credit card numbers and my uh, Perfect. social security Perfect. That's number. what I'm working up to. i got to make <laughs> more films to get there. <laughs> You'll be a I'm producer. Gonna... <laughs> under the whole film. I will fund the film unwittingly it'll be great um well i appreciate you coming and talking with me today as always we have i have a blast every time i talk to you and um you know it's it's just fun so i appreciate you coming on and and chatting with me some and then i'll look forward to your new project next year that's coming up because thrillers are really my thing so um i'm really super excited to see where you guys go with that a pressure okay the pressure yeah thank you for having me it's always You're fun welcome. coming here You're welcome. i'll talk to you later all right bye-bye adios